Welcome to The Web We Weave, a podcast created by us, students in David Morgan's new media writing class at Emory University. Each week this semester, we will explore the emerging set of protocols and cultural practices that have evolved around new technologies. How big is this new media universe? What are its limits? Who participates in it and why? How does it spread, converge, and form and obscure? And is it really all that different from the old media that has been tossed aside? In this postmodern, post-structuralist, post-truth period, many critics have resisted grand narratives or stable definitions in response to such questions. So each week, we will examine one publication that seems to be doing something interesting. Over the course of these 16 episodes, we hope to untangle the narratives a bit and decide where we are now. Hi, this is Micah Benton. Hi, this is Trish. And today we're going to talk about the satirical online publication, Reductress. For those who are unfamiliar, Reductress is a website that's kind of similar to The Onion in terms of style and tone. Um, It was founded by two female comedians, Beth Newell and Sarah Popolardo. They created this website kind of to satirize the way that Um, both traditional and new media outlets attempt to capitalize on this new rise of women empowerment in popular culture, yet um, these outlets still promote values that make women feel inadequate. So some example headlines from their articles could be, or actually are, how to get men to chase you but not when you're jogging at night, and drinks to let him buy you because birth control costs $50 a pack. So even the layout of this website um, is clearly um, mocking uh, new media platforms that are targeted towards women, such as Pinterest, just in terms of the way that the articles are spaced out and the coloring, um, that in itself is a form of satire. So really, this website gained popularity uh, in 2014. Um, so these women are big on the comedy scene, part of the Upright Citizens Brigade. And during this time, there was um, this controversy of a popular male comedian who was accused of sexually assaulting um, numerous women. Um, So while there was backlash, um, there was also many men who were defending this uh, man who was accused of assault. And to kind of um, comment on, you know, their defenses that were rooted in myths about assault and... um, female activism about assault, they decided to dedicate their entire landing page to articles that addressed assault. Um, So these still followed a satirical bent um, and included headlines such as, I anonymously reported my rape for the anonymous attention, and let me tell you what an actual witch hunt looks like. So to start a discussion, I want to ask Trish, do you think this was an effective way to tackle this issue? Um, I do think that there is a power to humor that um, a lot of people kind of overlook um, in their everyday life, especially for something that's taken so seriously, such as sexual assault. Um, Was it effective? I would probably say yes, in a twisted way where they are able to um, capture an audience that they may not have been able to capture in maybe a very sad, detailed piece. probably going through the sexual assault or what it means or the empowerment that women get with reporting these cases of assaults but I do think the idea that they're using their website as a platform to kind of to in a 
I don't know. Satire is just a, I, I just think of it as a very twisted humor where um, you tr- where there is an underlying presence of um, them trying to get across a certain point, but they use humor and jokes and very um, just I guess I don't know how to say it. Um, just weird ways of getting um, the points across, which makes users kind of more interested and more um, just more, I don't know. I don't know how to. No, I, I definitely yeah. agree with that. I think, um, you know, especially men who might be turned off by, you know, an article from a traditional news outlet where the headline was strictly, um, you know, calling out men for sexual assault might not want to read the article but if it has more of a humorous bent maybe they'll be more curious to um read about it and maybe learn something from it yeah and i also think it's cool that um in satire you're able to get out um the kind of emotions that you won't be able to get out in maybe like a traditional news media outlet such as if you want to talk about anger or rage or fury well with news media like old news media outlets like you kind of stick to the facts and what happened but even just seeing like the point of this website is like promoting women's rights or promoting equal rights of women um, and understanding that with these um, with this rise in sexual assault comes um, emotions of anger of frustration of not of helplessness and realizing that satire could be a platform or not even a platform like a vessel to actually allow other females but also males to understand how frustrating this is dealing um, with it as just a sect of the population. Another thing I think is interesting is I think a lot of people don't really understand that the articles are satire, and there's a lot of people who actually don't understand what satire is. Yeah. So um, while it can, it can be very effective, I think it's also kind of dangerous because there's people out there who could completely misunderstand it, and it yeah. could confirm you know, unhealthy notions that they already have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, for example, like when I I was I wasn't actually familiar with this site, but on first reading it, it took me a while to um, kind of understand what they were get like the like the point that they were trying to bring across with these like satirical articles. Um, I knew it was like a satire platform, but still, like even reading it, I didn't realize like how brunt and how like upfront they would have been with just even just looking at the titles, um, like something like get him to notice you quick by following him around and playing a trumpet or <laughs> how to show George W. Bush the forgiveness you can't muster for your father. Like just weird things. And I was just like, wait, what is the point of this <laughs> website kind of a thing? But just realizing that after reading some of the articles, like there is a point in it that I think it takes a certain humor to get and a certain humor to appreciate and not everyone will appreciate that but I think that's the beauty of uh, new media where it's kind of there there's this outlet that there's really no con like like there's no overarching restraints or constraints as to how far you can take your post or how, how far you can take um what you put on the internet and it's kind of just up to you and up to your following or follower base um what pleases them or what they want to see so i think that's also just a beauty of new media like seeing that art like websites that these can flourish 
in a time where you know things like political tension like you know things that are so sensitive but they can still use that as a form of empowerment in just a very weird way but i like it i i really like it um another question i had would be you know while satire can be controversial in that way. Um, also, I wonder if women who actually really enjoy these traditional media outlets, like um, fashion magazines or um, what have you, would get offended by this. I mean, I consider myself as a woman who I read you know, magazines like Elle and Glamour, but I can still kind of laugh at how these articles can be a little bit ridiculous and um, kind of paradoxical in the way that they want to empower women, but they bring us down so I can enjoy both but I don't know Trish what do you think is it possible to enjoy both um I do think it's um I I do think it's possible to enjoy both I think it's also healthy to enjoy both because um at the end of the day if our emotions get so caught up with just traditional style like what traditional style media wants to put on us then we'd pretty much be depressed and not like how would our lives go on if we're supposed to follow that rhetoric um that traditional news puts out but like even seeing how reductress can take um very popular news like news information in the media now and turn it to something that's so that's funny and that can bring some weird sense of humor i don't know for me it's just very light-hearted and i think it's something that in society we do need today um yeah, not everything has to be so serious and so the world's gonna end kind of a deal, but just seeing how um, just the satirical nature behind it, I don't know. Like reading these Trump things, like I don't get angry. It's kind of funny how they um, start just like even the Trump ordeal and seeing how they kind of twist that in a way where you can laugh at it, but still understand the severity of his, um, his presidency so far. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this quote, actually, that I found from Beth Newell, one of the founders. And um, she says, like, you know, they're not criticizing these outlets to be like, oh, women who like these are dumb. It's actually, she says, it's taken, it's not taken on the fact that um, when people criticize these magazines, it's not taken on the fact that women are smart. Um, it, you know, when people criticize it, they want to be like, oh, women are so dumb. They enjoy these dumb, this dumb content. Um, so Newell's trying to say that, no, we're just trying to say that women deserve better content because they are smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I agree with that because I do think that there is a, like, there are, as you said, like, you know, you have your L and your Vogue and your Pinterest and these, um, platforms are the new media or old media that are catered specifically to women. Um, but even within those arts, even within those platforms, you do have, um, a certain type of ingrained way of speaking to women or trying to put things out there that may cater to a woman's views or how a woman may look at things. But like seeing this, seeing like a platform such as Reductress where they are pretty much trying to just break the the status quo with that, um, and empower women through just a very twisted satirical way, um, I do think that what they're doing is definitely unique um, and I can see then the empowering nature of it where it doesn't always have to be like harsh like angry bitterness but it can also just be in a way where it's just like okay old media like you're screwing up but we're gonna show you how to do it like that's pretty much what they're saying 
So I like that. Yeah. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today. But we just want to thank everyone for listening, and thank you, Reductress, for the sources, and to our line producer, Adrian. And thanks for listening.